0: Tonight we look at peace in the fire. Sometimes you may feel like with what you're going through, I've been thrown into the fire. And we use that term sometimes. I'm going through a fire right now. I'm in the fire right now. Those kind of terms we use. Well, we're going to look at that literally tonight as we look at Daniel chapter 3. You know the story well. We look at peace in the fire though. Daniel chapter 3 beginning in verse 1. The Bible says, King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold 90 feet high and nine feet wide, and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. So this is a, a area, a country out of Israel. The people of Israel have been taken captive by Babylonians, and they've been in, living in captivity for some years now there in Babylon. All the Jewish people are there taking slaves. And so now King Nebuchadnezzar builds this huge statue, 90 feet high, nine feet wide, and sets it up out on the plain there. He then summoned the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the other provincial officials to come to the dedication of the image he had set up. So he gets all the elected officials, all the assigned officials to come and say, we're going to have dedication day for the statue. Y'all come. Well, so the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the other provincial officials assembled for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up and they stood before it. So they're all there and all around just admiring it, looking at it, saying, what a great and magnificent thing this is. Then the herald, the one that proclaims, yells out, hollers out, loudly proclaimed to all the people that are gathered there, this is what you're commanded to do. So he's telling all the people gathered. He said, here's what you do. I want you to listen. Hang on, he says. O peoples, nations, and men of every language, all the people that are gathered there, he said, I'm talking to you all. As soon as you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, the pipes, and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar set up. He said, you got it? He said, when the music starts, you bow down and worship this image that's before you. Whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. You see the furnace over there? That's what you get if you don't bow down and worship. Y'all got it, people? Okay. Therefore, as soon as they heard the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, and all kinds of music, all the peoples, here it goes, nations and men of every language, fell down and worshiped the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Who wouldn't, right? I'm going to get thrown into fire if I don't worship this idol? Okay, I'm bowing down, they're saying. But hold on, there's a but here, verse twelve, because we skip a few verses there, it's simply saying that uh some of these leaders went out and saw that there's some of the Jews that didn't fall down to worship. They went and told the King Nebuchadnezzar, uh, we got a problem here, but there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, King Nebuchadnezzar. They're not bowing down out there. We saw them, we went and watched, we spying on them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These three teenage boys that you've set up that are Jewish people, you've set in leadership positions here in Babylon, who pay no attention to you, O king. They heard me say it. Bow down and worship. You're going to get thrown in the fire. Well, these three guys, they neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you've set up. They're not doing it. They're not bowing down. Everybody, we looked around. We saw everybody bow down except these three. We're just being tattletales. King, we're letting you know. They don't serve your gods. They don't worship your gods. They don't worship this image you set up. we got a problem with these three people. Furious with rage. Not just upset, not just distraught, not just disturbed, but he's furious. He's rage. I mean, it's all over him. Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Y'all come up here, you three. So these men were brought forth before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? That you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I've set up. Uh, You know, I I trusted you. I put you in a leadership position. Uh, I depend on you to be a leader within my country. And now, have I got this right? You don't serve my gods that I serve. You don't worship this image I just set up out here. What's your problem, fellas? Now, let me give you another chance. I like you guys. I've trusted you. I've trained you. you. You're good at what you do. So let me get it straight. Now, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music, if you're ready to fall down now and worship the image I made, very good. Y'all got it? I'm giving you a second chance, okay? But if you do not worship it, you'll be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. I mean immediately. I mean right then. Y'all got it? Then, hold on, you three. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand. I'm in charge here, you three. I'm the king here. Y'all got to remember that. I like you guys, but we made this pact. We made this law. We made this agreement that everybody falls down and worship this image. If you don't, you're thrown to the fire. Everybody heard it. Y'all got it? I'm giving you another chance, guys. Okay? Verse 16. Well, Shadrach and Abednego replied to the king on Nebuchadnezzar, We do not need to defend ourselves for you in this matter. In other words, we don't need to have a debate over this thing. And sometimes when the world around us says we need to talk about this, I need to find out why you do what you do, I need to see what you're doing that's different from me, and I I, want to know what's wrong with you, why you do like this, why you read your Bible, why you go to church, why you praise God and all these things. And we just need to talk about this. And so sometimes we get in a, a debate with people about God, church, Bible, Jesus, and all that. Sometimes we get in a debate with people of why we do what we do. We're serving God. We're being obedient to God. and somebody questions about that, and we get into a debate over it. Or we just do it with so many things, don't we? We get into a debate situation with people, whether it's work, school, home, whatever it may be, and we try to defend on, defend. Why we do what we do, try to defend our beliefs, our ways in life. And these three boys are saying, We don't need to defend our decision in this matter. We're not going to have a debate with you, King, because we could say, Well, here's why we're not bowing down. We got some reasons. Let me give you our reasons. And then the king will say, Well, let me give you some reasons why I want you to bow down. And then we'll give you some more reasons. We'll give some you know, we'll just go back and forth, back and forth, we'll, we'll debate this thing out. But they said, we're not going to defend ourselves. We're not going to debate with you, king, on this matter. We've already made our mind up. We're just simply not going to bow down to this idol, period. No discussion, no debate. Here's where we stand. Do you see how we do that or not do that sometimes? We're just saying, here's what I believe. Here's what God says. I stand by it. There's no need for a debate. There's no need for disagreement. You may disagree with what I say, but here's what God says. No debate. No discussion. No arguing. Here's what God says. We're through. We're done with this matter. That's what they were doing. So they said this. We're not going to debate you about this, but here's the deal. If we're thrown into the blazing furnace, like you say will happen if we don't bow down, we're thrown in the blazing furnace. What, King Nebuchadnezzar? <laughs> God, we serve, is able to save us from it. And He will rescue us from your hand, O King. We're not going to debate the issue. We're just saying, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to bow down. We're not going to worship this idol. We're not going to do what you tell us to do because God, we serve, is able to save us from it. Just simple, King. It's where we stand. No need to debate it. But I like it, verse 18. Yep, it's underlined. <laughs> 17 and 18 are underlined in my Bible because, Art 17 again, let's read it again. If we're thrown in the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it. That's trust in God, isn't it? That's saying, God, I trust you that whatever I go through, you can deliver me from it. He will re- rescue us from your hand, O oh, King. But even if He does not, even if He doesn't, we want you to know, King, that we will not serve your God to worship the image of of gold, you've set up. See, we're so sure, we're so positive that our God can deliver us from your hand, King. But we're so sure, we're so positive that even if He doesn't, even if you throw us in the fire and we get all burned up in there, we die. It's okay. Still, gonna, still not going to serve you. Still not going to bow down. We know where we stand and there's no reason for us to have a debate about it. We know what we stand on, and there's no reason for us to have a discussion about it. We know who we serve, and there's no reason for us to argue about it. You see how they were doing? Doesn't that sound like us (laughs) in the world in which we live? We just simply say, here's where I stand. I stand firm in my faith. I stand on the Word of God. Period. That's it you disagree with that, you don't like that, you have a different opinion, you have a different way, you have a different whatever, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that for me, I, I stand in my faith and I stand on the Word of God. You see how that works? But in the world, so many times you'll see this debate going on, this fight going on, this argument going on, here's a protest group over here the protest group over here. They're about to butt heads. They're about to knock each other out. We're going to fight about this. We're going to argue about this. Rather than just saying, you're on your side, I'm on my side. I stand on my faith and stand on the Word of God. Sorry, see you later. End of story. We're done. That's what they were doing. But even if he doesn't, we want you to know that we will will not serve your God's worship the image set up for us. So he goes on. We skip a few verses here, just trying to get our time in there. Uh, He's mad. He's upset. He's strong... And verse nineteen, he goes on to say that uh, his attitude toward them changed. He had them heat up the fire seven times hotter than usual. Told them to tie him up, tie them up, and throw them in the furnace. And as they got close to the furnace, those that were throwing them in there, they got on fire. They were burned. They were consumed. And the fire's hot. They throw them in there. Story's over, isn't it? They're fixed to get all burned up, seven times hotter than normal. And they're getting thrown into it. They're tied up. The guys throw them in there. They're getting burned up. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) here we go. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up Three in the fire? You know, he's sitting there watching. He's just waiting for the fire to get them and turn them to ashes, just like that. And he looks in there and he sees these three guys wait. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. There's three. And so he turns to his advisor, didn't we throw three in the fire? Didn't we see that with our own eyes? They throw them in the fire. Didn't we see that? Oh, yeah, certainly we did, O king. And he said, well, look, (laughs) I see four men walking around in the fire. Wait, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. Where's the fourth one coming from? They are unbound because they tied them up when they put them in there. They're unharmed. They're walking around in the fire, (laughs) and they're not harmed And wait, hold on, the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Jesus, Son of God, walking around in the fire with them. Do you see our story today? Sometimes we get thrown into the fire too, don't we? I mean, at work, at school, at home, and and life in general, just... Physical, emotional, spiritual, just all kind of things go wrong. All kind of things begin to happen. We're thrown into the fire by situations and things that happen in our life. And we don't like it. It's hot. We want the fire turned down. We want the fire out. We want to get out of the fire. We want, you know, water thrown in the fire. You know, whatever, however you want to put it. But what we have to remember is if we're saved, if we're born again, when we're in that fire, Jesus is in the fire with us. And so what better place could we be than in the fire with Jesus? Because what if we got out of the fire and didn't have Jesus? We'd be worse off out of the fire than in the fire with Jesus, right? Doesn't that make sense? It did to them. (laughs) They said, we'd rather be thrown in the fire than to bow down and serve you and your God. Even if we get burned up, we're still going to serve our Lord, our Master, our Savior. That's us, isn't it? Even if we get thrown in the fire, things get worse, things get bad, things get tough, things get tougher, we're still going to serve God, right? We're still going to serve God no matter what, won't we? Well, Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the... Boy, did he change his tune. (laughs) Servants of the Most High God, come out! Come out of the fire. Come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. Wow. They said, our God can deliver us, but even if he doesn't, we're still not going to bow down. We're going to serve our God, period, even if it means our death. And the satraps, prefects, governors, royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire not harmed their bodies, nor was the hair of their head singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was not even a smell of fire on them. Even if you don't see the fire, you can smell a fire a lot of times, can't you? You know, there used to be a fire here. There was a fire here just a moment ago, wasn't it? You know, we we know a fire when we tell it because of the smell. Uh, No fire. Their bodies were not harmed. No burns on them. Their hair, the hair was not even singed. You can get close to a fire and you can singe some eyebrows, can't you? And some eyelids and some front part of your hair here, can't you? Because you leaned over too close to something and the fire got too hot or too. Blazing and there goes, you know, some of your hair. And what's that smell? Oh, that's my hair. <laughs> you know, not them. Not even their hair was sins. The robes not scorched. No smell. Amazing. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, "Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants." That's what God does with us. He rescues us every single day. Rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own God. They trusted God and said, God can deliver us. God is able to deliver us. God will deliver us. But even if he doesn't, we're still going to serve God. Is that kind of our motto? (laughs) Even if God doesn't deliver us, we're still going to serve Him. Even if I've got to stay in the fire a day longer, I'm still going to serve God. Even if it gets worse, I'm still going to serve God. Even if something bad happens to me, I'm still going to serve God. Even if I pray and ask God to do something He doesn't do it just like I want Him to do it, we're still going to serve God. Do, do we have that kind of faith in God like they did? Well, therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego be cut to pieces in their houses, be turned into piles of rubble, for no other God can save in this way. No other God can rescue in this way. No other God can deliver like their God, and I want everybody to serve their God, not my God that's 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide in front of me. What a testimony. Because three teenagers stood up and said, we have so much trust and faith in our God, that He can deliver us out of that fire. But we have so much peace and trust with God that even if He doesn't, we're still going to serve Him anyway. It doesn't matter. We're still going to serve Him. Three teenage boys. Us as adults. Us as teenagers. Us as preteenagers. Does that sound like us? Are we that faithful in God? Are we that connected to God? Are we that settled on our faith in the Word of God that says, I serve God, period. I worship this God, period. I stand on the word of God, period. No matter what the world says or other people say, I'm there, period. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. So not only did did the rescue get rescued from the fire, not only did the king turn himself and the people around them to their God, but they got promoted within the government of Babylon. So what's all that got to do with us? You know the story, of course. You've heard that story many times. We're looking at peace. That's what we're talking about every Sunday night is peace. What is peace, once again? It's freedom from rage and the chaos of war. Think about those three men. Those three teenage boys said, wait a minute, we got peace, King. we got peace in our heart right now. we got peace with God and peace with ourselves and peace with you. And so we don't have a rage or chaos of war in our heart because even though you're threatening to throw us in the fire if we don't bow down and worship God, we got peace about it. We have harmony. We are, we're in harmony with each other, the three of us, and with God. We feel secure in our relationship with God. Our God is able to deliver us out of that fire. But you know, even if He doesn't, we're okay with that. We're still, gonna, still not going to serve your God. We have security with our God. We feel secure in our relationship with Him. We feel safety with our God. Our God can deliver us, He's able. But even if He doesn't, we're okay with that. We're still going to serve Him. We feel safe with Him. We feel content with our God. Our God can deliver us, but even if He doesn't, we're still content with that. We're settled down in our heart. See, they didn't get settled down in their heart right then at that moment, that night when that happened or day, whatever it was. It didn't just come upon them that moment. When they were threatened with being thrown into fire. They didn't get in a little huddle there. The three of them said, hey, what are we going to do now, Shad? I don't know, me, what What are we going to do? You know, we better come up with something quick. <laughs> better get us an answer quick. Y'all know any verses? No, I don't. Y'all know anything about... The, no, I don't. Y'all need who's going to pray the most. Let's start... It wasn't like that. They were already prepared for the fire before the fire ever came. See how that works with us? We have to be ready for the fire before the fire is ever ignited. Because we won't have time to get ready for the fire when the fire comes. Because the fire can get started any time. All you need is a phone call. All you need is a knock at the door. All you need is a text. All you need is an email. All you need is that co-worker, that boss at work. All you need is a student at school. All you need is somebody on the street, somebody at Walmart, Super One. And the fire can get started, can't it? And it can get hot pretty quick, can't it? And we can do that term we use sometimes. We can lose it, can't we? You ever lose it? Do you know what that means? Lose it. Been there. What, what does lose it mean? I mean, I'm out of control. Out of control. Does that sound like the right term? Is that the right way to put it? Out of control? Any other ways to put it? Got it? Okay. Pretty good. Okay. And, and so not that you've ever been out of control. Not, not that you've ever lost it. But sometimes that fire comes on us so quick that we have the opportunity to lose control have the opportunity to get out of control because something happens that quick. That's why we've got to be prepared for the fire before the fire ever gets ignited. And then we have this going on in our life, just like those three boys did, because they're saying, go ahead, King. (laughs) Our God can deliver us out of that fire. But you know what, King, even if He doesn't, that's okay. We've already settled down in our heart with God. And we're content with Him. We're secure with Him. We have harmony with Him. We don't have any rage or chaos going on in our hearts tonight, God, Uh, King. We're fine. Throw something in there. We'll be okay one way or the other. We'll either be delivered out of the fire or we'll be delivered in the fire. Either way, we're fine with it. Is that us? See, they had peace. But they also had trust. Trust simply means this. They had faith in God. They had confidence and reliance on God. They had a trust that is expressed in the life lived in a peace during a difficult situation. should have left out the A or left out the S. I know now. I see that. Bad grammar, isn't it? Y'all didn't catch it. Never mind. Okay. Sorry I pointed it out. <laughs> Y'all are now looking. Okay. Trust is expressed in a life lived in peace during difficult situations. So when we're going through a difficult situation of fire, if you will, spiritual, emotional, physical fire, we've got trust. We show that trust in God. We show that faith, confidence, and reliance in God because we've got peace with God. See how that works? I'm revealing my trust in God by my peace with God when I'm in a difficult situation. How can you go through that fire, see that fire you're in, I see all that difficult problem you're in, all that difficult situation you're facing, how can you be at peace with God? Because I trust Him. How can you trust God in a situation you're in? I can't believe you'd trust Him because it looks like He's let you down, disappointed you and walked away from you and you're going through all this problem, this fire and everything that's going on around you. How can you have peace with Him? Because I trust Him. Not making sense, are you? Underlined two parts while I go in verse 17 and verse 18. First part of 17 said, The God we serve is able to save us from it. Remember they told King, Go ahead and throw us in there. The God we serve is able to throw us, uh, deliver us from it, save us from it. But Verse 18, but even if he does not. They had trust. See that verse 17. They trusted God. The God we serve is able to save us from it. Therefore they had peace with God. He can save us from it. We're at peace with that because we trust Him. But they also had peace and trust because verse 18 says, but even if He does not, we've got peace with that. Why? Because we trust God. Yes, you see how the two go together? <laughs> not trying to be confusing, not trying to play word games. I'm just showing you how simple this is. <coughs> they trusted God so they had peace. They had peace with God because they had trust. Right. Verse 17 is trust and peace. Verse 18 is peace and trust. Doesn't that work in our life like that? If we're trusting God, period, God we serve is able to save us from it. We've got peace. We've got peace with God, but even if He does not, i got peace with that. I'm okay with that. Throw me in the fire. I'm okay. If I get burned up, I go to be with Jesus. I get killed today, I go to be with Jesus. Why? Because I trust Him. That's how it works. In conclusion then, Psalm 18, verse 2. The Lord is my rock, (laughs) not sand. He's my fortress. Got a big old fort around me. He's my deliverer. He's my rescuer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. I depend on God, is what he's saying. Who wrote Psalms, you know? David, (laughs) the warrior, the king, the warrior. Always on the battlefield. Except for once when he didn't and he should have and it's too late then. We'll get to David later in emotions on Sunday morning. (laughs) That'll be a good one. David said, I take refuge in my Lord because He's my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. I depend on Him. I find refuge in Him. I find my safe place in Him. He's my shield. He's out in front of me. He's the horn of my salvation. He's the one that delivers me spiritually forever, and is my stronghold. I'm able to stand firm in my faith, not because of what I do, what I say, what I think, what I believe, but because of Him. Therefore, we've got peace in the fire. Do you have peace in the fire tonight? You can. If you trust God, He'll give you peace. If you have peace with God, it's because you're trusting Him. The two work together. Are you there?